I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfidence, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. How are you doing today? Are you having a great day as a mom? One of those days when you just know that something has hit the right chord, where you feel really great about yourself, and you know, I got this. Or are you having a day like most days, when you're just going through the things that you do every single day as a mom? Doing the things that provide a home, food, cleanliness, order, homework, whatever it is that you do day in and day out as a mom, and you're thinking, I'm doing it again. And it doesn't necessarily make you feel fantastic. Well, I want to remind you that what you do all day, every day, has a deep spiritual significance for both your child and for you. Each and every act of maternal care that we give is an act of faith, hope, and love. And through all those moments of love and service, we moms, aided by God's grace, express assent to some truth of God, acknowledging that we and our children are created in God's image, worthy of love and care. What we do as moms, moment by moment, is not just tasks or chores or drudgery, but instead a deep cooperation with God in forming souls, our children's and our own, as we go through the spiritual discipline of doing those things day in and day out. Now, I know that sounds lofty, especially in a world where information is just a click away, Products can be delivered to our door the next day or sooner, depending on where you live. And that microwaves, honestly, just seem to take forever these days. Those repetitive acts of motherhood can often lead us to question their worth because they are done over and over and over so much time. They don't seem to have a huge payoff. You know, and most areas of our lives, if somebody says to us, what did you do today? There's likely to be an answer that we go to that expresses some kind of accomplishment. It could be in any area of our lives. So something like, oh, I closed that deal I've been working on, or I finished the plans for that fundraiser, or even I finished editing a video for social media. Whatever the answer we go to, we often state what we accomplished. And then in the conversation, we receive some kind of feedback, and then the conversation continues, leaving us to feel like we justified our existence for a whole nother day. But when it comes to the things we do in our role as moms, it's harder to have that experience with someone else. 
If you ask a mom what she did today, she'll probably grasp for any other talking point before she would say something like, well, I held my baby for five and a half hours straight because that's what he needed today. Or I spent the whole evening going over the three times tables with my child because he's really struggling with them. Or something like, I listened to my teenager go on and on about her recent heartbreak because she really needed me to listen without distraction. You know, as I say these things, and I even listen to my own voice as I present the two, saying something like, I finished that video blog, or I closed that deal, and the tone that I used with, I held my baby for five and a half hours straight, has a different tone. One kind of comes off as confident and bragging. The other, the mom task, comes off as a little bit apologetic. Because so often the world doesn't look at what moms do day in and day out and give it rousing approval. And so we get a little bit apologetic and sometimes a little deriding of ourselves in thinking about what we do all day as mothers. Well, we, whether we do that full-time at home all the time, or whether we're doing it full-time, but also having to layer it with outside work, outside the homework. And so we really compartmentalize the maternal tasks we do as something not worth bragging about, something that isn't going to give us a good pat on the back from somebody else. Because there is no immediate conversational payoff, nor are we likely to get that look of approval from that person. We tend to continue to devalue all this hard work that we're doing and the commitment and perseverance that it takes to do it. And then we begin to devalue ourselves a little bit as well. But what we're deeming as unworthy because of a lack of immediate payoff is actually the most significant, beneficial, and spiritual work we ever do. We are planting seeds of worth, love, tenderness, perseverance, and trust in our children's hearts and brains. It's an odd thing to say, but I was actually contemplating this the other day. As I was finishing planting several containers of daffodils and tulip bulbs, I had all my containers spread out over my driveway, about eight of them. I was filling them all with soil and then planting a layer of bulbs and then more soil and then another layer of bulbs. And then I finished them all off, tamped down the dirt, and place them in my garage to overwinter. It's a habit I got into several years ago because we were having a big party in the spring, probably for one of my kids' communions, or maybe even it was a college graduation. I don't remember now. But I decided I had to do this this particular year because dozens of people would be coming to the house in the spring. Now, I'm really lucky because I live in the woods, and I don't have to do a lot to make the outside of my home really attractive because Mother Nature does her bit 
both in the, you know, whether it's summer or autumn or even a snowy winter, it's beautiful. The woods are just lovely. But in early spring, which of course, with my luck, is when most parties for sacraments and college graduations actually occur, it's a muddy, bleak mess out there. It's gray and dark and muddy and there are dead leaves and it is not an attractive greeting for anyone coming to the house. My, my youngest child actually calls spring mud season for a large part of it because that's what we're surrounded by. So I decided I had to do something because I knew this party was coming and I was like, what can I do to make this more attractive besides like, you know, hanging streamers or something the day of the party. So I bought all these bulbs and I had containers that I had stored up over the years. And I decided that if I planted these bulbs, maybe that would create a festive greeting for our guests. So I planted all of them and I just hoped for the best. And about six and a half months later, as I was preparing for the party, I went into the garage and I checked the containers that I had hardly thought about the entire winter. They were in there. They were stored. After Christmas, I don't go into my garage very much because I have no real need to, because we don't use it for cars because of the shape of our driveway. It's just impossible. So it's mostly just for storage. And I walked in and the containers were just bursting with green leaves and stems coming up and buds that were about to bloom into riots of color. I looked at them just amazed and thrilled. So I decided to keep them protected for the day or two before the party and then about 24 hours, 36 hours before the party, the weather was nice, I knew it wasn't going to frost, and I brought them out. And touched by the sun that day, they just burst into bloom. They were so gorgeous the day of the party. And everyone who saw them got so much joy and so much hope out of them. Because everyone was just dealing with that feeling of dreariness before everything starts to bud. Where winter has gone on too long. The spring rains have come, but nothing's bloomed yet. And just to see those blooms gave everyone so much joy and so much hope that I've chosen to do it every year now, whether I'm having a party or not, because they just give our family so much hope. That idea of it's going to be okay. Things are going to be good and summer is going to come again. And so I did it again this year and I actually took a picture of it. I took a picture of just a couple of the pots as I finished planting the bulbs because I was actually thinking as I did this how much the acts of faith, hope, and love that we do as mothers often look like those pots in our own hearts. It looks like just plain dirt. Nothing beautiful to show off. Just another diaper changed another a homework assignment helped with, another child finally rocked off to sleep, another teenager's broken heart mended or at least hugged and listened to, another lesson taught. But when we see what we do that way, 
we have to stop and remind ourselves that providing nourishment and a proper supportive environment and exercising a lot of patience is life-giving. If it's life-giving to a bunch of tulip and daffodil bulbs, think how much more life-giving it is to the hearts, minds, and souls of the beautiful human beings that God has entrusted to us to raise. And it's also life-giving to our hearts, minds, and souls as we go through the spiritual exercises that come with doing the tasks of motherhood. These ideas of perseverance and looking for the good and the true and the beautiful in our children and denying ourselves sometimes and self-control in the midst of dealing with kids who aren't all that logical all the time or all that emotionally stable sometimes. We learn, we grow. Our souls lean more heavily on God. And as we reflect that to our children, their souls burst into bloom as well. So if you're having one of those just plain dirt kind of days, mom, remember that what you're doing is truly the most important and most spiritual work that you can possibly be doing. Take heart, ask God for a little help, and then keep on doing it because you are changing the life of your child and changing the world by creating that beautiful human being day by day into that person who will bless the world. God bless you all, and thank you for the work that you're doing. Thanks for joining me today for this Monfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to Monfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.